It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Wednesday to you. Hope it is starting off well for you. And we've got a lot that we're going to discuss today. You can always jump into the conversation again at 508-996-0500. And if you can't remember the phone number, there's a really easy way to call us without having to type in the numbers and having to remember the numbers. And that's to download the WBSM app because on the WBSM app, there's a button there that just says call us. So you press that button, it'll put in the number for us automatically. And you can also send us app chat messages. You can also send us open line voicemails as well through the app. So very interactive. And one of the features that you will find on the WBSM app is contests. If you have the app make sure you have the contest alerts turned on when you open up the app there's a menu there you hit the little what's it called the hamburger cheeseburger i don't know cheeseburger cheeseburger you hit the thing up in the corner up in the upper left hand corner with the three lines you hit that and that'll open up the menu and one of those menu options is alerts where you can decide what alerts you want to get Uh, hopefully when you downloaded it it was defaulted to all alerts but you want to definitely make sure contests are turned on because we're going to be sending out app alerts for different contests for things that we might not be doing on the air. We might not even ever mention it on the air. We might just randomly one day say, oh, we're going to put a $50 Caesar the deal up as a, as a contest on the app. And you just have to have it downloaded and have those contest alerts turned on and you never know. So this week, we are actually giving away some Brett Michaels tickets, not only here on the air, and we'll give away another pair later on this morning, but we also are giving away a pair every day on the app as well. So if you have the app downloaded and you have the contest alerts turned on, you got the trivia question last night. And last night's Brett Michaels trivia question was in 1998, Brett Michaels teamed with what Hollywood actor to start a production company? And the answer is... Charlie Sheen. Then I think things went a little bit south for Charlie Sheen in the early 2000s. Or what was that, around 2010? Tiger Blood and all that. But anyway, that was the right answer, Charlie Sheen. So congratulations to Josh in New Bedford. I will uh, have Casey send you an email with all the information that you need to fill out uh, to claim those tickets. So again, all you have to do is have the app downloaded and that question will get sent to you. Just a bonus chance to try to win. And uh, we'll also give away later on this morning as well a pair of tickets to the New Bedford Festival Theater's performance of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat happening July 21st through the 30th at the Zyterian Theater. So if you want to enter both of those, you can't win both. If you win one, that means you can't win for another 30 days. But you can enter both at WBSM.com and on the app and also enter our contest where we're giving away $500 to help with back-to-school costs. I don't even know how much it costs to send 
my one child back to school each year. I don't know because I, I didn't do the shopping. But my son was a little different than most kids. He didn't want to wear jeans. He wore, you know, shorts, Adidas shorts and hoodies and T-shirts. He just, he's never worn a pair of jeans as far as I know. So he was very relaxed and didn't need to have those $70 Levi's or whatever other brand of jeans kids wear these days. But, you know, you just, you buy a pair of sneakers, you're paying 50 to 100 bucks for a pair of sneakers. Got to get a backpack. Backpacks aren't cheap anymore. Used to be able to walk into the store and grab one for $10. Now you're looking at at least 40, 50 bucks for, you know, something that's not going to fall apart after a couple of weeks. Carrying all those heavy school books. So back to school has gotten very expensive. And that's just with one child. So I can't imagine what it's like for families with multiple children. When I was a kid growing up, we got new clothes twice a year. We got them before we went back to school. And we got some at Christmas. And then maybe sometimes we would get some things in the summer if we had outgrown our previous summer clothes, which was usually the case. But that wasn't like, that was picking up a few things here and there. That wasn't going out and doing a, a massive shopping spree for all five kids to get clothes. And my grandmother used to take me out to go get some clothes too because, you know, trying to help my mom out because my mom and dad, you know, had five kids to clothe. So she's like, yeah, Tim's older. He wants like more expensive stuff. I had an incident where I was bullied for wearing not name brands. So they tried to help me get some clothes that I wouldn't get picked on for. So my grandmother would take me to like the Amvet store, <laughs> like all these thrift places. And it, it worked. You know, you got name brand clothes, but didn't have to spend as much money. It just, uh, she would always be like, oh, I got you underwear. And it was always bloopers. That was the name. That was the brand, the packaging, bloopers. Not what you think. They were, um, what do you call it there? When they, uh, they don't make them exactly right. So like maybe, maybe the, uh, the hole in the middle is on the other side. I was ambidextrous as a kid. So, you know, it didn't matter to me which side the, the exit was on. But, you know, little things like that. Maybe maybe one leg shorter than the other. And then I remember when I made the switch to boxer shorts, as, as many young men do, she took me out and bought me, like, all these pairs of boxer shorts. I don't know why my grandmother was the underwear person, but she made sure that I always had clean underwear. So if you have... Uh, if you have <clears throat> how do I put this? I don't want to say the burden of paying for kids to go back to school because, you know, it's, it's a great thing for kids to go and get educated and to be able to wear new clothes when they do it. I don't want to call it a burden, but it's a, it's a financial stress, we'll call it. You want to enter that contest because uh, it could be very helpful in paying for the kids to get back to school. Well, speaking of burdens, we heard yesterday that the Feast of the Blessed Sacrament was being forced into having all of these extra security measures this year. And after talking with the folks at the feast, at uh, Club Metarence, cl- talking to the police, 
hearing from uh, you know uh, City Councilor at Large Brian Gomes, who chairs the Public Safety Committee, was on with Barry yesterday. Hearing all the all the people involved, it's it's not so much of a of a burden as much as it is it's a necessity in today's world. It is a financial hit for sure for the feast because it's going to take about fifty four thousand dollars out of their coffers, which is money that that they give to scholarships, money that they use to provide for entertainment and many other things that go on. And I think the fact that the feast has expanded into other events throughout the course of the year can help offset some of this. But, of course, the, the country festa didn't happen because of weather. So that's one event down. But basically what's happening, and you can read about it at WBSM.com and on the app, but basically what's happening is the police went to the feast and said, we would like you to have metal detection as people come into the feast. And anybody who's gone before knows there's no real entrance to the feast. People just come in from all directions. People come in from all the surrounding side streets and the surrounding blocks and they just walk in wherever they can walk in. There's some areas where, you, you know, you can't walk in because there's buildings close together and maybe a little bit of fencing and things like that. But for the most part, people are just walking in to the feast grounds. So in order to have metal detection, they need to corral people into going through certain entr- entrance and exits. So as part of that, there will be some barrier fencing erected. And you can read about all the details at the story at WBSM.com and on the app. I'm not going to remember them all off the top of my head. But I know there'll be some fencing on the backside of the carnival to make sure people aren't, you know, coming over that wall. There's going to be some fencing along Madeira Avenue. There's going to be some fencing around you know, between Panthers Club and Madeira Avenue to kind of funnel people into the entrance they'll have there. And they will have four entrance and exit points. So anywhere where you can walk in, you'll also be able to walk out. And there will be four of those around the feast grounds, two on the east side, two on the west side. So you're, you may have to wait in line to get into the feast, especially if you're going at a time when it's going to be super busy. I mean, it's always super busy. But you can kind of plan out in your day like, okay, it's been open for an hour now. There's already people that have gone through the door. I can probably go there and get in line and not have to wait as much. But this is a necessity because as you walk through those four entryways, there will be metal detectors that you will pass through. And I've seen a lot of negativity on social media in the comments about this. And I don't, I don't understand why people are so down on it. I mean, I understand it's an inconvenience when you're used to being able to just walk in and now you're going to have to wait in line. But it's still going to be the same feast that it's always been. It's still going to be the same great event for four days that you have come to expect. Nothing is going to change about the event itself except for how you get in and out of the feast grounds. And I think it's, a, it's been a luxury in the age that we live in for the past decade 
we'll say, maybe even a little bit more, to have been able to just walk in and out like that when so many other events and festivals have you go through a security checkpoint. And so I understand when some people are like, well, this is going to make, make the line long, and I, I don't know, I'm going to have to see how the lines are before I go. I can understand that kind of trepidation. But some of the comments that I'm seeing are just ridiculous. Comments such as, well, I, I don't want to go to the feast if I'm going to feel like I'm in prison. They're not erecting 15-foot-high fences with barbed wire at the top. They're not putting up a, a, a WWE-style hell-in-a-cell cage around the feast grounds. They're putting up some barrier fencing. And they're going to have metal detectors at the entrance and exit. The same thing that almost every other festival or event does. I went to Boston Calling back in May. The same company that does security for Boston Calling is the company that the feast hired to do security at the feast this year. And I can tell you, I walked right in. Now, I didn't go there right at the start, right when the gates first opened. But it was not an issue. I just got to Harvard, walked into the already fenced-in athletic complex... Walked into the uh, security area, and it was it wasn't even like a metal detector, like uh, you know, it wasn't anything like even at the airport where you got to stop and put your hands up and it scans you and all that. No, you just walked right through, and if it beeped, they would search you. They ask you to pull out your phone, your keys. No, didn't even do that. They might ask you to do that at the feast just because it makes it easier so that they know that if you don't have to go through a second time. But they didn't even make me do that at Boston Calling. I didn't even have to empty my pockets. And this is just to make sure people aren't coming in with weapons. Don't you want to make sure the same thing? Don't you want to be sure that people aren't coming in with weapons? As, uh, as Councillor Gomes told Barry yesterday, there were firearms recovered from the feast last year. There are incidents every year where somebody has a knife. So I don't know why people are upset about it. If you're upset because you have a license to carry and you want to go and carry your weapon at the feast, well, they're asking you not to now. They're asking you to leave that weapon at home. The same thing that happens if you go to Gillette Stadium or Fenway Park or TD Garden or even some other outdoor festivals. I couldn't walk into Boston Calling. I have a license to carry. I couldn't walk into Boston Calling with my firearm on me. And I wouldn't expect to be able to either. So this, this negative backlash, I think, is just, you know, fake posturing and, and edgelording in the comments because you're not going to feel like you're in prison you're not going to feel like you're being herded or rounded up because you're being asked to go through a security checkpoint. You go through a security checkpoint to enter into Xfinity Center. Xfinity Center is surrounded by fencing. 
when you walk in there, do you feel like you're in prison? If you do, that's a you problem. That's not a them problem. 508-996-0500. We can talk more about that, plus a bunch of other things. But right now, I've got to take a break. We will be back in a few moments. Um. with Adam Bass in just a moment. But before we do that, I want to direct your attention to SeizeTheDeal.com because every day we have great deals up there for you to save big money on all the places you like to go and have fun and go to eat. And today we have a deal. We've already got a bunch of deals up there for you that are uh, waiting for you, such as $50 to Taqueria La Raza for $25. Uh, $25 gift certificate to Honeydew Donuts on Route 18 for just $12.50. We have $50 to Yas Chicken for just $25. We have $50 to Bacovino and Contori, Contorni. Uh, that is $25. Uh, $50 to Pre Pre Kitchen for $25. But And also $30 to J Max on the Pond for just $15. Bucks. But we have some great deals coming up as well later on today at 1 p.m., we will have a $50 gift certificate to Seekonk Grand Prix for just $25. And then tomorrow, we're going to have a deal for Jersey Mike's. Two regular size subs at Jersey Mike's for just $10. And also, on Friday, $50 in gift certificates to Frontera Grill in Fairhaven for just $25. So those are just some of the deals that you will find already waiting for you or about to launch at SeizeTheDeal.com. Make sure you check it each and every day. Make it your homepage. And just make sure you also have it set for New Bedford, too, and the listings of all the different places you can select Seize the Deal for so that you get all of our local deals. All right, now it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. President Biden will meet with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky this morning on the final day of the NATO summit in Lithuania. Zelensky arrived on Tuesday after criticizing NATO leaders for failing to deliver a clear time frame for inviting Ukraine to join the alliance. And President Biden said he does not think the time is quite right for Ukraine to become a member. Iowa Republicans have passed a bill that would ban abortion when a heartbeat is detective, w- detected, which is usually at six weeks of pregnancy. The Republican bill is almost identical to Iowa's 2018 fetal heartbeat law, which was ruled unconstitutional by the state Supreme Court. The bill now heads to Republican Governor Kim Reynolds' desk to be signed. Senator Tommy Tuberville is changing his mind after refusing to say that white nationalists were racist. 
The, the Alabama Republican received a flood of backlash Monday for defending his past comments that white nationalists were not racist by definition. Yesterday, Tuberville appeared to have a change of heart and told reporters that, in fact, white nationalists are racist. Authorities are searching for a suspect who went on a counterfeit shopping spree. Matt McClure has reports. Police in Lexington County are looking for a suspect who allegedly used fake money to go shopping. Watch Fox 57 News reports the suspect allegedly purchased more than $1,900 worth of merchandise from a Walmart store June 28th using the counterfeit cash. If you have any information about this incident, you're being asked to contact the Lexington Police Department. I'm Matt McClure. Amazon Prime Day wraps up tonight. The two-day sale is exclusive to Amazon Prime members or to those who sign up for a 30-day free trial. As part of the event, new deals will be dropping on Amazon throughout the day, including discounts on major brand merchandise. Amazon says Prime Day will end tonight at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Time. North Korea has reportedly fired an intercontinental ballistic missile off the country's east coast. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staffs made the announcement Wednesday evening. The launch comes amid increased tensions between North Korea and the U.S. Earlier, earlier this week, Pyongyang has threatened to shoot down U.S. reconnaissance planes that fly near the Sea of Japan. FBI Director Christopher Wray is scheduled to testify before Congress today. Wray will appear before the House Judiciary Committee, where he'll face a number of Republicans who have been increasingly critical of the Justice Department following the recent indictment of former President Donald Trump. Conservatives have accused the Bureau of being weaponized against Republicans and unwilling to investigate corruption allegations against President Biden. There have also been accusations by whistleblowers that the FBI mishandled its criminal investigation into the president's son, Hunter Biden. And more than one in three Americans are going through a sleep divorce. That's when someone regularly or occasionally sleeps in another room than their partner in order to get some rest without distractions like snoring or alarms. The data came to light in a survey from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, which found that sleep divorce was the most prominent among millennials, 43% of whom said they sleep in different rooms. In sports, the Boston Red Sox play the Chicago Cubs Friday at Wrigley Field following the All-Star break. And now, here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. It is feeling like a hot summer day outside. Mostly sunny skies today, high of 89 degrees. Heading into our evening hours, that humidity level's on the rise. We're going to be mostly clear, reaching a low of 68 tomorrow. A mixture of sun and clouds, not as hot, only a high of 83. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 68 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Think of it as breakfast for your mind. Back to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM.
508-996-0500. If you want to join in the conversation, we're talking about the new security measures that will be happening at the Feast of the Blessed Sacrament this year. Some barrier fencing and only four entrance and exit points because you're going to be going through metal detectors. And I was talking about how people are complaining about this on social media. West End in New Bedford sent in an app chat message. The lack of common sense. Three guns were recovered from individuals inside the feast last year. So this is... and. and by the way, that doesn't mean they were taking them off people who are licensed to carry and just brought them in anyway, and they're against the the uh, the feast rules, which you can read at the feast website and is linked up in the WBSM story. It's because if you and you can also read about what all the arrests were for. Ten arrests last year during the feast, and you can read about what they were for. So, you know, this is going to be something that will help curb illegal, illicit activity. They're not just trying to punish people or keep people from having their freedoms. They're trying to keep the festival safe and secure. All right, let's uh, go to the phones, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How's it going? Going on. Um, you know, I, I, it's, it's, I, I, I listened to the guy that came on Barry's show yesterday, and it's, you know, I agree with him. It, it, security needs to be in place at those places, regardless of what kind of measure they they're taking for it, but um, you know, I, I also have my license to carry. And at first, you know, I called Barry. I said, "Oh yeah, you know, they, they can't stop me if I have my license to carry." Blah 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 blah. But I, then I started thinking about it, and I guess they own those grounds, right? The city doesn't own those grounds. Yeah, it's it's owned by the uh, yeah, by the club. So it's like anything else. I mean, you got you know Xfinity Center, you got uh, Gillette Stadium. Those are all privately owned, you know, places just like Walmart is, and anybody Walmart can. Uh, you know, uh, turn turn your way if you know they, they can tell you you're not welcome back if if you, if you cause a disturbance in their store. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I mean, it, it it is what it is. I changed my view on it after I heard the guy talking about it. You know what I mean? And um, and it's it's know. really a practical thing. It's not like they don't want good people to be able to carry firearms no. in there. It's that they don't know who is a good person and who has bad intentions. So just keep yeah. them all out of there. Yeah, I I you know I of course you know I'm. I jumped to the conclusion. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, they can't do that to, you know, to somebody that's licensed to carry. They can't turn them away because they have, you know, this, but they, I mean, it, it's like anything else. Like if you go into a stadium or something, yeah, you're not going to be able to bring a, a firearm in there. You know what I mean? And um, it's, it, you know, hey, I have my license to carry. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people probably make the same mistake that they don't realize that the feast grounds are not city-owned property. So they think, well, hey, that's my taxpayer dollars there. And and, it, and it's not. It's it's their place. And also, you you I don't think people are always equating the feast with something like Gillette Stadium, Fenway Park or something. You know, they're not equating it as the same thing because it's always been this open venue where people can just walk in. So they don't think of it in those terms. And I think a lot of the folks who are upset about this. Just like you, John, they're going to, after a while, think about it and be like, oh, yeah, I guess it kind of does make sense. Oh, I was upset at first when I heard about it, you know what I mean? Because I was planning on going this year, and I was going to plan on carrying. I was, I was going to plan on carrying my gun, and I'm like, you know, but then I, when I heard about it, I was like, oh, what the heck? And then I heard the guy talking, and I'm like, all right, well, it's not, it's not the city's property. It's their property, you know what I mean? So, it's, you know, they have the right to do that. But, um, yeah, I, I got two other things I want to mention to you before I... I, I, I um. The first one, it's okay to say it's a burden to, to uh, you know, have uh, pay for these kids to go back to school because <clears throat> it, it, it is a burden. You know, I, and and I, I know I know you probably haven't bought your kids, you know, uh, or your, your your child school supplies recently, but when you're paying almost four hundred dollars per kid, <clears throat> excuse me, to go back to um to school, 
and a third a third of that cost is mandatory school supplies that the that the school should be paying for, as in tissues, hand sanitizer, um, you know, uh, paper towels, stuff like that. It, 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 they're getting to a point where it used to be voluntary. Like, hey, if you can't afford this, right? And if you if you have you know if you can fit it into your budget and you know send in some paper towels and stuff like that. You know, feel free. It's on the list as, you know, voluntary items. Now they get into a point where it's like it's on the list. And it's, <laughs> it's you know, hey, send your kid with a box of tissues. Send your kid with hand sanitizer. Send this, send that. It's like, holy crap. You know what I mean? And now with everything starting to be more, techno- you know, technology uh, savvy uh, with their laptops and everything else, they're gonna, they want you to buy headphones, wireless mouses, um, USB sticks, all kinds of stuff. And I'm sitting here and I'm like... What the hell, man? Like, it's getting more and more and more expensive as the years go on for these kids. You know, so it is a burden in my eyes. I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, we, you know, what are my tax dollars in Behaven paying for? You know, I know some of that those tax dollars goes towards the school department. But it's like, why, why aren't the schools picking up the bill when it comes to paper towels and stuff like that? Well, but then at the same time, when when the you know people look at the the town budget for the year, and they see well the school gets this much money, they start well why does the school have to get so much money? Well, because that's how much money it costs to run the school, and imagine how much more that would be if they were supplying all these items like they did when when you or I were in school. I never I never would have thought not to have paper towels in school, you know that I would have had to carry in my own. Yeah, exactly. I know. Um... And, and my last thing I want to I want to mention to you is is if you get a chance during a break or something or the news, check out the Christmas tree shops. What they're doing, I don't know if you've already heard about it or not, but uh, uh, what, what to what are you referring exactly? That, you know that they're closing all their stores. Yeah, they're going to be liquidating uh, and shutting them down and everything. Right um, now, with that being said, I seen a video last night of a lady in the Linfield Christmas tree shop up on Route One. And they're double stickering all their prices, so they all or all their items. So they're putting new stickers, new price tags on all their items over the old old price tags. And she's peeling all of them off, and they're jacking up the prices. There's like there's like a pot, you know, pots and pans that were normally, you know, uh, let's say four dollars. They're jacking them up to like eight ninety nine, twelve ninety nine. There's pots and, and pan uh, mitts. You know, like the the, the mitts, um, that, you know, seven dollars. Now they're fourteen, fifteen, sixteen dollars. They're double and tripling their prices. Well, to make back some of this money, I can tell you that they were doing that. Well, allegedly they were doing that before the announcement that they had to liquidate because when I put that story out that they were liquidating, people were in the comments saying, you know, they've already been price gouging ahead of this. They've yeah. already been raising price. So the same item that I walked in and saw that was, you know, seven bucks before is now ten bucks. And one person that I saw commented said, they do that every year before the summer tourists come. No. And, and I was like, well, I think, well, I think that's probably possible. I think that there's probably some items that you might have gotten cheaper before that end up becoming more expensive because of, you know, it's costing Christmas tree shop more to buy the item and to get it to the store. So I can understand some of that stuff. But when you're trying to liquidate your stores and you're going to increase the prices, first of all, that just looks fishy. But second of oh, all, yeah. you're just guaranteeing, and maybe this is part of the plan. Maybe they don't want people to come in and clear out the shelves because they've got somebody that's willing to buy that lot for them for, for more than they would make if they, if they had to discount it all, you know, 40, 50, 60% to get it off the shelves. And Kmart, when they closed, they did the same thing too. Kmart jacked up all their prices. 
but but the Christmas tree shops though, but you'd think that they would do it a little smarter and take the take the old price tag off of all the items. They're literally just putting it, and some of them are so crooked. You're like, oh, I wonder what the old price was, and you rip it off, and it's triple of what the old price was, and you're like, what the hell? You know, and they and they're getting you know thirty percent off. They're doing thirty percent, ten percent, fifty percent. You know, I don't know. I see an event. I said, oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not even. I was gonna go this weekend to see what I could find. I'm not even gonna bother. You know. Well, I mean, it's, it, so. it might be worth investigating a little bit on your own, just seeing seeing if yeah. they're doing it here locally too. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, all right, Tim. All right. You have a good day. All right. Take care. Yeah, you too. 508-996-0500. I mean, it's not uncommon when stores are liquidating for them to have, I wouldn't say a higher price, but certainly, you know, you, you'd ex- you would expect that the, the, the deals aren't going to be a deep discount right away, right? So when they, you know that the Christmas tree shop, shops have to close, you know that that's going to happen. You know Eblens has to close. You know these other stores that are shutting down have to close. And you want something there, but you're like, you know what? 20% off isn't enough for me. I'm going to just wait and take the chance that maybe next week it'll be 40% off. Or the week after that, it'll be 60% off. And so you kind of play that waiting game. But so many of the stores that have these liquidations, they hover around that 20 30% off for the longest Longest time. And so I wonder if, you know, Christmas tree shop is like, well, we're going to have to discount everything faster because we have a limited window of when we want to have this all wrapped up. We can't let this linger for months and months. So let's, you know, jack the price up so we can make it 40% off instead of 20% off. But it still feels slimy if that's what they're doing. And again, these are just allegations. You know, it's, it's, it's easy when you see some of these videos that people put out there. You never know, did the person go and take a sticker off something else themselves and put it on there? So, you know, the, 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 the viability and the credibility of some of the stuff is always in question. But if it is happening, then you're, what's going to happen is when the word gets out about that, people are just going to not want to go or they're going to sit and wait until things are 90% off. And then you have no choice but to let it go for less than. But if it is happening, I mean, I, I again, I don't want to cast aspersions without proof, but it's just typical of the way that that chain has been apparently mismanaged. So you wonder why they have to liquidate and uh, and close up their stores. 508-996-0500. We're going to take a break and be back in a few moments. Oh. And welcome back in. You know what's unbelievable? It's unbelievable how good the food is at Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop in New Bedford. And if you are getting together with some folks for 
you know, whatever your get-together is this weekend. Maybe you're going to be having a barbecue. Somebody's getting all those delicious steaks and burgers and chicken and chops from the butcher shop. Well, why don't you bring along the bread? Nothing goes better at a cookout than some of their delicious Portuguese pops from Sunrise Bakery. Maybe, maybe you're going to have a nice spread of sandwiches. They can create a sandwich platter for you, including caserla sandwiches, tuna sandwiches, linguiça and cheese rolls, every kind of sandwich you can imagine, and it's going to be a big hit because it'll be on Sunrise's fresh baked bread. And, of course, make sure you bring along some of their homemade rice pudding because that will be a big hit as well. But it's not just about the special events and the get-togethers, too. Sunrise is the place to start your day off right every morning with their famous pastries, muffins, and donuts made fresh daily. That's Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop. It's located at 506 Bolton Street in New Bedford. They're ready to help you with your get-together or any kind of celebration you're having, or they're ready to just get you started each morning right. It's a sensational continental feel. That's Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shops. And, uh, you know, the sun is rising right now, so you might want to head on over to Sunrise and get yourself a delicious pastry or a muffin or something. You know, even though it's warm and it's muggy today, the mugginess is back and it's going to be hot and humid later on today, there's no reason not to start off with a fresh, baked, warm, something delicious, right? And I hope that that's what you consider this show to be. Your fresh, baked, warm morning show. Uh, 508-996-0500. Tom and Matt Poison sent a Snapchat message saying, I thought the Massachusetts lottery was paying into the schools. It does. That's part of the the money that they get for the, the funding that the state gives to schools. But... It still apparently isn't enough to cover all of these these little smaller things. And I also think that some of these lists that teachers send home, and, and again, I'm probably going to get some angry calls from teachers when I say this, but I think some of them are items that are, you know, luxuries for classrooms or no, I shouldn't say luxuries, you know, kind of extras for classrooms that aren't necessarily required. But some of them are basics that you would expect the school would supply. So, for example, you know, if, if, if there's crayons, if every kid has crayons, whether it be that they have to buy them, which I think is the case now, or the school provides them. When I was a kid, we got the eight basic crayons from the school. And if you wanted something more, you had to have your parents buy you. So, you know, my mom would go out and get the 64-pack with the crayon sharpener in the box the best getting a brand new one of those every year was the best but you know colored pencils do you need colored pencils every day is that required or is that just something extra you know for me i loved it when i was you know uh, trying to draw and do that i I preferred colored pencils but it's is, is that a necessity so yeah maybe that's something that you have to have the kids bring in themselves but tissues paper towels hand sanitizer in the age of covid these are all things that should be supplied to the schools and i think parents probably get those lists and scratch their heads and say but why why are those things not automatic and also already coming out of those tax dollars 508-996-0500 gotta take one more break in the hour i'll be back in a few moments all right well 508-996-0500 is the number to call in and chime in although we are running out of time in this hour we will have plenty of time to talk with you 
in the next hour. You can also send app chat messages via the WBSM app. And you can send open line voicemails during, uh, via the WBSM app as well. And we will be able to play those on the program, you know, after we screen them during a commercial break or during the news. And, uh, of course, make sure you have the app downloaded because we will be giving away a bonus pair of Brett Michaels tickets each day via a trivia question on the app. And congratulations to Josh in New Bedford. He got the trivia question right yesterday. Josh, you should have an app chat message from me looking for some more information. And then also we'll give away a pair of tickets here on the air for Brett Michaels a little bit later on in the program. And we will give away a pair of tickets for the New Bedford Festival Theater's performance of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat happening at the Zyterian from July 21st through the 30th. You can get your tickets now at Zyterian.org or you can click on the link in the story about the contest to be able to go over and buy them directly.